Packers have three of the first 44 picks on the NFL draft, which starts tonight. Two of those will be in the first round. The Green Bay Brain Trust has quite an opportunity in the days ahead to flesh in a roster exposed in so many ways in 2018, but one that may not be all that far away from a return to contender status this fall. Joining us live from ESPN Wisconsin is Jason Wilde. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone. How are you? We're doing well. So you had these three big uh, free agent signings during the offseason for the Packers. Does that change the approach going into tonight? Well, it certainly gives them more flexibility, Gene. Um, they don't have to necessarily draft for need, and that you never want to be in that position. But the fact of the matter is sometimes you just are in that position. Like last year, they had to get a cornerback in the first round, and they did with Jair Alexander. So they they helped themselves. They got a safety. They got two outside linebackers. They still can use help at both those positions, though. So I wouldn't rule out a selection of either of those spots at 12 or at 30 or at 44. Jason, when I look at the mock drafts, and I, I think they call them mock drafts because after the draft is over, you can look at them and mock them. I see a guy, for example, like Drew Locke, the quarterback that uh, visited the Packers, and he, I've seen his ceiling as high as 10th in the draft. I've seen him as low as 32nd in the draft. That's 22 picks in between the two. I mean, when you look at those mock drafts, and some of them from the same organizations, just different guys, what what do you think when you look at these things? I think they're as inaccurate as the Jersey scene and Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you can I follow would, us would... on Twitter at Jason J. Willie and at Doug Russell for, it all for, the, makes con- sense. for the context in that. But go on. <laughs> um, I, I, I would say this. It's, I, I think mock drafts are useful for fans in terms of getting a feel for the players that are the highest-rated players. I enjoy reading about players and learning their stories. I don't have any interest in trying to predict. This is not – box drafts are not the same as, say, filling out your bracket for the NCAA tournament. I don't think they're as predictive as they are advertised to be. I was going to kick, uh, I'm, I'm Doug Russell, and I'm posting my 6.0 draft, right? And you've picked, like, six different guys for each pick, right, yeah. by the time you get to the sixth version. So I, I think you have to take them for what they are. Now, the Drew Locke question, I think, Doug, is a great question. And I don't know what to make of it either because they did bring him in for a visit, but I had the conversation with Goody the other day. I asked him, I started by saying, Goody, you're a smart guy. And he said, thank you, which was not my intent. Um, and then I said, you know when you bring in a Drew Locke, and a quarterback when your quarterback is 35 and Brett Favre was 35 when you guys drafted Rodgers, that that's going to get people's attention. And I, he acknowledged that there might have been some subterfuge to that. So I think the biggest thing there is I don't think the Packers are going to pick Drew Locke. I think they're maybe doing some research for if things don't work out with his first team and eventually maybe he's somebody that they want to pursue down the road or they're drumming up some interest for their pick to see if somebody wants to come up and give them some extra picks because they want to come up and get Drew Locke, or they just wanted to get more answers from him and get a better feel for what kind of quarterback he is because they didn't know enough about him. So you're thinking there's a chance the Packers may trade one of their two picks? I think there's a chance they could trade both, and there's also the possibility, you know, Brian Gutekunst has made it very clear he's not afraid to do those things. Last year, he's at 14, trades back to 27, then goes back up to 18 and takes Jair Alexander. 
he is a he is a different guy than Ted Thompson. Ted Thompson, almost all of his trades were backwards. This is someone who's willing to manipulate his board a little bit to get the guy he likes. I wouldn't be surprised if they took 12 and 30 and went up a few spots if they needed to to get a guy they really like. I also wouldn't be surprised if they moved back from both those spots to accumulate an extra pick or two. It is going to be fun tonight. ESPN Wisconsin's Jason Wilde, part of our PCI Draft Night coverage. Jason, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. Be good. You bet. 7.50, yeah. PCI Draft Night. Our show will start tonight at 6. Simulcast here on News Radio 620, WTMJ, and ESPN Milwaukee with Greg Matzik and Brian D. here in the WTMJ studio. Homer, Gabe, and Chewy will be on site at Jack's, uh, Jackson's Blue Ribbon Pub downtown. Doug Russell, the aforementioned Mr. Wildy, and Wayne Larravee will be up in Green Bay. Friday night, PCI Draft Night for rounds 2 and 3 will air on ESPN Milwaukee only.